I've had enough, and I'm standing up. I need a change. I mean, I've had enough of chasing luck in my life. I need a change. And so we're starting fires until our lives become burning gold. I mean, that preaches. You know, with God, change is possible. Do you believe that? You know, Zechariah, the 13th chapter, verse 9 says, Then I will purify them and put them to the test, just as gold and silver are purified and tested. They will pray in my name, and I will answer them. I will say, you are my people. And they will reply, you, Lord, are our God. You know, we're in this series, Think Different. And, it, and if you missed last week, I'd really encourage you to watch the service online. Uh, you can go to our website, FF Worship, and watch the stream, or you can listen to the podcast on iTunes. But get caught up. Get caught up. And, you know, we said uh, so many times in life, we look at someone else's life. You know, we look at something they've accomplished or something that they're really good at. And our tendency is to kind of be intimidated and to think, well, I can, I can never do that. You know, we, t- we tend to look at the big picture. And I want to tell you, you have to think different in your life. Change happens when we're faithful with little things. And in fact, oftentimes it's the little things that nobody sees that'll result in the things that we really want in our life. And last week, I I challenged you to seek God for one word, a word that'll direct you this year, a word that'll guide your decisions. And I've been encouraged because people have caught me and and given me their words, and I, I hope you got a word. And if you do, you are now moving forward. You have some direction in your life. But for those of you that don't have a word, I want to give you one today, all right? Procrastination. I'm, I'm just saying. No, I'll, I'll assume that you weren't here last week, and so you can make that your uh, chore this week. But I know it seems like a little thing, but I guarantee you, it will make a big difference in 2022. You know, Proverbs verse 23, verse 7, it says, As a person thinks in their heart, what? So they are. They become that. Do you want to change something in your life? Do you? You know, it starts by changing your thoughts. And those thoughts then impact your words, what you say to yourself. And your words have the power of life and death. Your words will impact your actions, your habits in the coming year. But it all starts up here with what you think. Your thoughts will determine who you become. 
In other words, think about it this way. If you think you can't, you probably won't. I mean, if you think that life is going to be really bad, it probably will be bad. If you think that you don't have anything to offer, then you will probably not make a difference in whatever arena we're talking. However, if you think there are opportunities out there, well, guess what? You'll see opportunities. If you think and believe that God is with you and for you, what will happen is you will sense God's presence and God's power in your life. Our thoughts matter. They always matter. And so before we jump in today, I want to do kind of a thought audit, so to speak. And I want you to think about what you think about. You know, in other words, uh, when, when it comes to your thoughts, do you worry and have a lot of fear? Or, or, or do your thoughts tend to gravitate toward peace and courage and possibilities? You know, your, your thoughts will determine how you live. Do you focus on worry? Not sure? Think about this past week, all right? Did you spend a lot of time worrying? Worrying about your kids, your job, someone's health? I mean, may, maybe you, you've been worried about money, you know? You got your credit card bill. You looked at it and you go, what was I thinking? You know. Do you worry a lot? Or here's the other side. Are are you more at peace? Or are you more secure in the promises of God? And I don't want you to misunderstand. This does not mean that when you look at your life, that you're not aware of the challenges that you have. We all have challenges. It just means that there is a supernatural peace that that exists in your life. It's a peace that goes beyond your, your ability to understand. You can't really put a finger on it, so to speak. You know, it's a peace that you have because you sense God's presence and God's power in your life. You know, when something bad happens, I mean, how do you react? Do do you believe that God's still in control? Or do you freak out? Which way do you lean in your life? Let let me ask another question. When, When it comes to your thoughts, are you more negative or more positive in life? Now, I know some of you believe that you have a spiritual gift of negativity and that God's given it to you. You know, you look, you look for what's wrong before you ever see what's right about something. You, you're you're easy, easily uh, uh, distracted in your life. You, you're, you're, you become uh, very critical 
of things around you, of people around you, you see situations, you expect the worst. You live with high levels of discontentment. I mean, it's kind of vogue these days. Never really satisfied. Never really happy. You always want more, something else. You know, if, if only I could get married, I'd be happy. So you get married. If we only had kids, I'd be happy. And you have kids. If we only had different kids, we'd be happy. Yeah. If I only had that job, I'd be happy. And then you get the job and you go, I'm still not happy. And on and on it goes. Things always fall short and they leave you wanting in life. See, you tend to see the negative. What you think determines your happiness, your contentment, your joy. Now, others, others are very positive in life. The fact is, you look at life and you acknowledge that that you've been blessed, that, that God's been good. And again, this doesn't mean you don't see there's some things I need to improve. But your tendency is to see the upside in life. You're thankful for what you have in life. You have a difficult day, but you know, you know that God's blessed you. You understand God's good. You get the fact that God not only is with you, but he's for you, and God's going to work all things together for good. It's very foundational in your life. Your tendency is to be very positive, So when you assess your life, would you say you're more negative or more positive? Because as you think, so you are. So you are. Let me ask one one more. Do you tend to have a worldly outlook or an eternal outlook? Where's your focus? Because the answer to that question is very defining. You know, are are you more concerned about what you drive than what drives your life? What drives your your decisions in life? I mean, are you more concerned about what people think or what God thinks? Friends, do, do you think... As you look at your life, do you consider how you can use your life to bring glory to God? How you can leverage your your talents and your resources and your giftedness to to make and point people to Jesus Christ? You know, do, do you look at how you can reach people that are in your sphere of influence? And again, bring them to a point where they can see Jesus. In other words, are you more concerned about the temporal things of this world or with eternal things? And let's be honest, 
culture, this world, even our friends sometimes, they push us to the wrong side of things and get us looking at the wrong stuff. And my point is just simply this. What you think about will determine the direction that you go in your life. You know, the Apostle Paul, he says, do not copy the behaviors and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person. How's God going to do that? How? How, God? How? By changing the way you think. By changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. I mean, how do you change your thoughts? That's what I want to look at today, give you, give you a couple ways and things that I believe help change the way you think. And the first one is that you have, you have to, especially in our culture today, you have to capture destructive thoughts that happen. You know, if you are consumed with worry or negativity or the, the, your focus is the world, you have got to get a handle on your thoughts in this area. Why? Because they determine your steps. And friends, they are destructive when they're going the wrong direction. You know, the Apostle Paul, he, he gives us some direction here. He's writing the church in uh, Corinth, and he's writing to Christ followers that are believing a lot of lies, a lot of lies. And he, and he writes this, he says, For though we live in the world, we do not wage war, war as the world does. You know, we don't rage, rage, wage war the way everybody else does. The weapons we fight with, they're weapons of the world. The weapons that we fight with are not the weapons of the world. In other words, we have supernatural weapons. And I want you to get this. They're available to all of us says, on the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. That word uh, that's translated power there, divine power, it's dumas in the Greek. It's the word that we get dynamite from. It's the explosive power of God to demolish strongholds. And the Greek, that word translated strongholds, it literally means to be a prisoner locked in deception. In other words, it's the idea that you are being held captive by something that really isn't true. Because you're thinking wrong. Because you're believing things that, that aren't true. Because you're believing lies. I mean, think about it. Our spiritual enemy, his greatest weapon is lies. You know, Satan's the father of lies, we're told in Scripture. Lying is his native tongue. And so he tries to convince us of something 
that's not true and say, no, it really is true. You know, he, he tries to get us to build our lives on lies rather than truth. I mean, that's why Jesus comes along and says, the truth will, what? Set you free. It'll get you out of captivity. It'll free you. See, Paul, he continues his thought. He says, we demolish arguments and every pretense that sets itself up against the knowledge of God, and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. I did a uh, Bible study a while back, and it was designed for teens, and I thought, okay, I'll see what they're feeding teens these days. It was called Truth or Trash. And so each day, you'd start the Bible study, and they would give you like a statement. And it'd be something like, uh, your value is found in how many likes you have on social media. And you had to decide, is that truth, or is it trash? Now, hopefully, we all go, that's trash. (laughs) Our value is found in Jesus Christ, because we were created by God. But it was a study that helped in discernment. You know, what's true? What's trash? Try and figure it out. And my point is, think very, very carefully what you say to yourself. That the challenge is to filter everything and decide truth or trash. You know, Paul says, we take every thought captive and we make it obedient to Christ. We make it come in line with God's word. So, so when you think in your mind, you go, well, I can never overcome this. It'll always be this way. Truth or trash? It's trash. God's word says, I can do everything through Christ. Everything. Everything through Christ who strengthens me. That's the truth that you live with. So you take that thought that's not true and you hold it captive and you make it obedient to Christ. You make that thought come in line with the truth of God's word. This is trash, man. Which means you have to be fixing your mind on spiritual things. You have to fix your mind on God's truth so you can see the good things, the positive things, the eternal things in life. You know, Paul, he he writes this from prison. He says, and now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what's really bad in your life. Fix your thoughts on what, what is awful. You know, how unfair things are. How I'm getting ripped off. No, 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 no. No, he says, fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. The fact is, he says, you got to get a handle on this stuff. He says, understand what's good. In fact, he will go on in the next verse and he'll say, if you do that, If you focus on the good things, then the God of peace will be with you. You, You'll experience peace in your life. 
It is the power of renewing your mind and thinking different, deflecting the lies. You can't. You're not good enough. And it's realizing that you are loved. You were created by God to do great things. Some of you, you are one thought, one thought away from your life being completely changed, revolutionized. If you just quit believing the lies that the evil one's feeding you and embrace the truth of a loving, powerful God, truth, truth will set you free, get you out of the cage. I I think I've shared before, I love bird watching. I love the birds in my backyard. I keep a feeder. And uh, it's interesting to me because each bird, they, they feed differently. You know, they, they have different eating habits. And some of them never come to the feeder. I'll see them, but they, ne- they never come over to the feeder and uh, get, get any of the seeds or the fruit. You know, for instance, uh, there's a buzzard that, that comes by the house once in a while. Glides around. It's checking the terrain. Guess what it's looking for? Dead things. And when they see something dead, they eat it. Yum, yum, you know? On the other hand, I've got some little hummingbirds. They zip around. They're, they're searching for sweet nectar. And when they find it, they take it in. And my my point is, birds always find what they're looking for. It's a spiritual principle. The fact is, Solomon would say it this way, if you search for good, you will find favor. But if you search for evil, it will find you. If you want to search for the negative in life, If you want to be miserable, you search for it and you will find it. It'll find you. But if you search for what's good in life, it will find you also. And so here's what I want to ask you. What are you searching for these days? You know, how do you look for sweet nectar, for spiritual things? Well, When you wake up in the morning, set the tone for the day. You know, instead of immediately picking up, and I know what people do, as soon as they wake up, they pick up their phone, they check for messages, emails, texts, social media. Stop. Start your day. Just find a chapter in God's Word or start with a short devotion. Start your day moving in a spiritual direction, moving toward the sweetness of life. You know, say a prayer each morning. And this is not complicated. You know, it's just going to God and saying, God, I'm going to start my day in a few. You know, help me see what you want me to see today. You know, guide my thoughts. Guard my words. God, may the things I do today bring a smile to your face. 
You pray that. That's a simple prayer. I mean, another thing we can do, there we go. <laughs> when you're traveling, you know, maybe you're heading to work or to school or to the store or maybe when you're working out at the gym, listen to some Christian music. You know, allow that to saturate your life. Listen to a, a message. These things renew your mind, they change your vision. They, they move you toward the sweet things in life. And so when, when something good happens, you'll see it. You'll see it as a gift from God. You'll thank God for it. You'll realize you are truly blessed in your life. And then when, when something goes sideways, you know, maybe the boss gets on you. Instead of losing it, you know, flipping them off or whatever, you sense God's Holy Spirit speak to you, saying, breathe, breathe. They're struggling. You don't know what they're going through. Find an encouraging word to say. And so instead of flipping out and going nuts, you you pray for them. You try to figure out a way to to be more helpful, more encouraging. And friends, as you are faithful with that, you'll find spiritual momentum in your life. You'll be more sensitive to the Holy Spirit in your life. And you will see more sweet things, spiritual things, than the garbage that's out there. You'll find it a lot easier to be able to look and go, Truth or trash? (laughs) That's easy. I know that's a lie. I know that's true. And as you focus on what's true and good and noble in life, what's God-honoring, you are transformed. Because as you think, you become in life. You know, last week I I challenged you to seek a, a word from God, one word. A word that will direct your life, that will guide you this coming year. This week, here's the challenge, assignment, to pray and ask God for one thought. One thought. A little thought that could result in a really big change in your life. Uh, One thought that you're going to reflect on again and again and again. Uh, A thought that can renew your mind and change the the way you live. Uh, A thought that, that becomes truth, mind and heart. And not only will it change your mind, but it'll change your words. And ultimately, it can change your life. Now, I, t- I told you last week that, you know, the, the word that just keeps coming to me is the word strength. And I gave you a verse that I keep gravitating to in Isaiah. Enlarge the side of your tent, 
Let the curtains of your habitation be stretched out. Do not hold back. Lengthen your cords and strengthen your stakes. I've thought about this whole strength thing for a couple months now. You know, what it means. And I've I've mulled it over hundreds of times. I can already tell it's starting to impact my thoughts and my decisions. And it's beginning to give me some definition about direction in my life. It changed my focus. You know, God's got a plan. And as I'm thinking about what, what it means to strengthen this or that, is as I look at things, the thought that echoes when I go, hmm, this looks like something that, that needs strengthening, the word that echoes is, is stretch. And so as I'm thinking about stretching whatever it is, lengthening the cords, strengthening the stakes. Here's the sweet thing in this. As I do that, I find I'm getting strengthened myself. Now, I'm doing my best to figure out what God wants me to strengthen and how God wants that to happen. I got more questions than answers right now. But God can do that for you. So I don't know. I do not know what your thought will be. But I'll tell you it has a potential to change your life. You know, maybe, maybe your word that came to you was like selfless. So maybe the thought, if that's the case, is less of me. More of him. Less of me, more of him. And so that thought begins to change you as it permeates your heart, your mind. You go, well, what happens? Well, it'll get you to refrain, kind of tame your responses, it may guide your decisions but it'll change you. It'll change you. You know, maybe, maybe you deal with a lot of anxiety in your life, fear. You, you get easily discouraged in life. And, and maybe the word that God's been whispering to you is a word like courage. And so the thought might be, I will not fear because God is with me and God's for me. See, it changes you. If you say that every day, from the moment you get up, over and over, especially when fear and anxiety creep in, that thought will begin to dispel the fear and the anxiety. That thought will change you over time. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, But over time, as you think about that over and over, you change the way you think and you change. Because thoughts become words and words determine the actions in your life and they begin to create habits in your life. As you think, so you are. 
And so as Christ followers, we do not copy. We do not behave or follow the customs of this world. We do not. We let God transform us by changing the way we think in our lives. And then you will know God's will for your life. Then you'll know what's good and acceptable and perfect. Change is possible with God as God works to refine and purify you. Our lives become that burning gold that they sang about. Christ followers, we, we do not fight with the weapons of this world. Your weapon It has supernatural powers to destroy the strongholds that are holding you captive. As you fix your thoughts on what's true, what's pure, what's admirable, what is excellent. As you fix your eyes on Jesus Christ, I mean, the world may look and go, well, you know, what you think, that's a little thing. You know, little thoughts don't matter. Friends, we know the truth. And it is the little things. I mean, nobody else may see it, but it's the little things that we think, the little things that we do that result in the really big thing that you want. The truth will what? Well... The truth will what? Do we believe that? Anybody need a change? Anybody? Anybody want to change something? Here's the deal. We do this once in a while. If you do need a change, maybe it's tiny, but as an act of faith, just stand up where you are. I'm going to pray for you. So if you are sitting there today and you go, I've had enough, I'm standing up, I need a change, then you stand up and God smiles and God knows what it is. See, today we're going to light a fire to the life you knew. We're going to light a fire Until our lives are burning gold in the hands of God, change is possible. That's what I want you to know today. Change is possible. Whatever area it is in your life, change is possible. Because we have a God that's bigger than that. Let's, let's pray together. Our holy God, God, we praise you. God, today we light a fire to that life that's behind us. And we ask you to refine us, to change us, to work in us. God, help us to think different. Help us to see that you're in the midst of it, that change is possible, that you're in charge, that you can make a way. And God, I know right now there's some here that they need to throw the lies out of their mind, out of their lives. There's some lie that's holding them captive that they can't. They'll always, they'll never. It's just the way it is. 
And God, I pray that your Holy Spirit would just breathe truth. God, help us all to think different. Help us all through your Holy Spirit to focus ourselves on the good things, the godly things, the true things. God, we look forward to whatever the change is. And we trust you for that. And we give you the glory and the praise this day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God's people said, amen. There will be prayer teams down front. You need prayer this morning. Maybe you've got something going on. You just need, need brother or sister to pray with you. I would ask the Heil family to, you can go ahead and go to the commons and catch them. Thank them. Uh, make sure you catch Julia and thank her. Uh, I'll miss her smiling face. She uh, has done a lot to welcome in our kids and uh, just uh, using her gifts as well. And so uh, thank them, show your appreciation, and uh, let, let this song be uh, motivation. To, to move forward and change and so